Eternal Entrepreneur, we believe faith comes by hearing, and so do business skills. You'll hear powerful stories and strategies to grow your business, directly from Christian leaders who have done it all before. Catch us on Mondays for lunch breaks, our bite-sized business series, and twice a month on Fridays for faith-inspiring interviews. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Eternal Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Pierce Brantley, co-host of the show, here with the other co-host, Joe Newton. It's been a long time since he and I have got to be in the same room, even if that room is two screens and a pod together. But this is a special episode uh, because we are together on the same recording. How about that? <laughs> it's a magical place to be. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, so, yeah, this is the the other half of the eternal entrepreneur, uh, Joe Newton. And like Pierce said, I'm super excited to uh, have both of us in a conversation today together. So we've been doing this show for, gosh, what, a year and a half, something like that. And actually, like a good slingshot, like this thing is put, was pulled back for a long time before that. I think the first time God placed it on our hearts may have been as early as 2018. No, it was... Uh, pre-pandemic and it started and stopped and fermented like a good kombucha <laughs> where it finally popped it's been a long time in planning but i think good things have come from it once once we finally got it out going and so part of this conversation i think today is just a little bit about what we've learned from sort of being in the the kingdom business space and we want to talk about that because i think we're we're business owners too, and one of the things that got us into this was wanting to see our fellow Christian brothers and sisters who are also pursuing eternal entrepreneurship or kingdom business or faith-driven entrepreneurship or just being a Christian business, you know, the lesser of all those other four things. <laughs> <laughs> all of these different words get thrown at what people are trying to pursue, and we wanted to help with that because the Lord had laid a lot of stuff on our hearts. One of the things we want to talk about today is just what we've learned from being in sort of that community to talking to a lot of the people who have been forerunners even before us and where we think this whole sort of movement is going and ultimately what that means for the show and what we where we think the show should focus, because it, this is about all of us in, in many ways. Yeah, I, I, I'm i super excited for us to kind of dig into that, because I, I do think after having done this for one and a half, almost two years uh, there are some big things and, and takeaways that that we've both come to. And along with that, I, I just do want to let everyone know um, real quick before we we jump into the the meat of the the episode. Uh, like Pierce said, we are going to be changing up uh, the podcast a little bit. And part of that is Joe is going to be stepping away for a little bit. And it, it might not be goodbye. It might just be see you later. But uh, where I am with my my life and and my focus right now, I am going to be um, transitioning to not be able to to do this with excellence. And uh, at the end of the episode, please do stay tuned because Pierce is going to begin to uh, shed a little light and cast some vision for where the the uh, podcast is going and the kind of content that y'all can expect in the future. So I wanted to put that out there at the beginning just so y'all know. Um, I, I am going to be stepping away, but do know it's not you, it's me. Um, and with, with, with that being said, uh, we can transition into the conversation unless you got something else, Pierce. 
Well, the first thing I was going to say is that I wish you told me this before we took the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Joe and I like to joke. Um, and one of the things I wish we got to do more during this show with Joe Beyond was, was riff because I just love Joe's energy so much. Um, the first thing I want to say is pause this episode. Stop. Go email me at hello at piercebrantley.co. If Joe has impacted your business, has impacted your life, has kept you up at night in good ways, has admonished you. <laughs> I want Joe to know about it because the show wouldn't be here without him. Joe is a force of nature. Um, <laughs> any room he walks into, he fills up the room um, with joy, um, with value, with life. Um, he is one of the clearest walking examples of Jesus and of uh, the the eternal entrepreneurship heart that we always talk about aspiring to. And so if he's impacted your life, I want you to email me at hello at pierceprantley.co. Just tell me, tell us how he's done that. And I'll get make sure that he gets that as he continues on uh, into this next journey. Uh, in my and that's own- that's that's positive or negatively uh, if I've impacted your life. <laughs> my business <laughs> shut down. It was bankrupt <laughs> three days. You told me to listen to the voice of God and <laughs> business idea, and I was like, "Dang it!" I wanted to live in denial. Well, yeah, <laughs> for admonishing you, uh, I am. I am. Uh, I am grieved, um, and. I'm also full of joy because I know what Joe is doing has more focus than it, than it's ever had that he's impacting people on the front lines in ways he's never had. Uh, and uh, where your business is going now um, with helping people get their systems figured out and be able to scale is great. We always talk about working smarter, not harder. Even I was reminded that conference went to recently dead rush, easy and light and everything. <laughs> leans into that and so i'm just proud of you um honored to honored to have done this with you and, and excited to see where you're going to go one of the things that i thought might just be helpful to reflect on because as you mentioned we'll get about at the end the format is going to change and that's still kind of going to be a play out but i thought it might just be sort of useful for us to talk about what we've learned because a few minutes ago you know i was throwing out all of these different caricatures that are in in the space pick your flavor uh, kingdom entrepreneur christian business faith-driven entrepreneur <laughs> not to be confused with the kingdom driven christian business owner there are so many sort of phrases and, and phraseologies that go into this and i think most of them are all sort of unto the same thing and you know i think we sort of started with the assumption the good assumption that what we were doing as business leaders, as, as, as business owners was different maybe than kingdom business. And so wanting to aspire to the, the mountaintop of kingdom business, we said, all right, let's take all this kind of Christian sort of study and, you know, the books we've done, the people we've talked to and all that type of stuff and, and use all of that to pursue that in our own businesses and the podcast was one of the ways we sort of did that was by talking to the best people the wisest people the most loving people in this in this world along with the things that we felt like the lord was showing us in order to kind of uh, go down that path 
and I think you may have a different perspective on this. I think after kind of walking this path for a year or so, really longer than that, has been some kind of revelations that that maybe we've learned that are surprising, honestly, that that are actually maybe in contrast to sort of the assumptions that we had that there is this thing called a kingdom business or a faith-driven business that is necessarily different from just being a Christian business owner. Yeah, I think that was definitely one of the biggest realizations for me was, as you said, getting into this and starting to, I'm trying to not cross metaphors here, but but swimming in the, in the similar ponds of a lot of content makers and circles that, that use, you know, I'm, I, I don't want to be negative, but there's a lot of Christianese that gets thrown around. And I, again, not meaning a, a harsh critique, but I, I think an over-spiritualization of, of, uh, of, of things. And, and I totally understand why people do that. And, and like you said, when we first started off, it, it made sense. It was like, okay, we need to help people create a kingdom business or, uh, you know, that kingdom culture and, and, and all that, which, which there is a, a truth to that. But I've, I've said this before on, on the, the podcast that we need to not silo who we are. You know, you need to be the same person on Sunday that you are the rest of the week. And that pertains to being a Christian with your family, with your friends, uh, with your hobbies, as well as, as your business. And, 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 and one of the biggest takeaways for me was really coming to that realization that there is no difference in any of those. Like my relationship with God is not special within the business context to my relationship with God when it comes to my family. Like I hear his voice the same. Um, I, I approach him the same. I worship the same and, 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 and yeah, taking away that, that preciousness that, yeah, there's not something in the Bible. There's literally nothing in the Bible that says kingdom business. That's, that's not something there. And, and I, I think that reframing of it for myself was, was one of the biggest takeaways. I, I'm so, I love the way you, you said that. And I think one of the, <laughs> One of the the funny things about even having this show is I, I'm just being transparent. I almost didn't want to have this this conversation because I want there to be a distinct difference. Like I, I, I do. And what I've realized, I think, is that I think it's a false construct, sort of, sort of like you said. And I'll I'll give you an example. And so Joe and I about gosh, was maybe eight, nine months ago, when we were launching the website, we we're looking at creating like some of the free offers that would go on it. And it reflect, it made me reflect back to a business that I was a part of about a decade ago, getting close to. And one of the things we did was this cool idea called a kingdom mission, vision, values. And so if you've ever done like a, uh, a workshop to get your branding in alignment, you know, you have to define your mission. You have to define your vision. You have to define your values. And if you don't get those right, your business won't sell anything. Um, and 
in a good spirit, this business that I was a part of said, all right, well, that's how the world does it. We're going to add one layer on top of that, which is the kingdom mission. You'll have a business mission, but then you also have a kingdom mission. And what's so funny is that when you get good people in the room, people that understand what they're about to understand, what God has guided them to do, who are competent in their business acumen, that know how to go after the market, that have a good brand, there is no difference. There is no difference because they're unto the same thing. Being transformative in this world, having the spirit of God rest in you means that there is going to be a change just because you are in the room. And to separate the mission of your business from what God is doing in your life doesn't work. It actually, it's almost like you are without trying to to do this, this is kind of a graphic picture, but you're trying to undo the grafting that God has already done in your heart. If you've been grafted in to what God is doing, then you are going to grow naturally from what God is doing. So to try and say, there is this aspect of what I do that needs to be redeemed, then there's the part that is just part of the world and has not been redeemed, doesn't line up with what God is actually doing in your life. Uh, a well cannot draw water from two different rivers. You're only going to draw from what God is doing in your life. And so to need to necessarily reframe what you're doing in a Christian context actually adds an, an, a layer of religion, which will either lead to pride or to condemnation. And I cannot tell you how many Christian business leaders I know who go, I feel condemned because I'm not a christian enough business, or I have a lot of pride because you know, we pray for everybody before going into a, a board mood meeting. Both of those things distract. Both of those things distract from what God is doing in your life and could be doing in your city, with your employees, with your customers, because you're not doubling down on just really good execution. Which sort of brings me to the sort of like the, the next point, which I think is, I think it's just good to be honest about. I think this is just going to feel like uh, like taking off an old jacket, which is that you could have the most holy, set apart, holy unto Christ business that you could imagine. You could have writings of scripture, like on the two by fours in the foundations of your business. You could have Christian music playing. You could pray and fast for an hour every single day before going into work. However, if your business does not execute really, really well, if it's not differentiated, if it doesn't actually provide value to the market, then it's not, it's a bad business. It's a bad business. And none of your set apartness is actually going to have an effect, have the change be the light of Christ, the revelation of what the Holy Spirit knows in the world. Um, uh, just at all. And so, I think I think that's kind of to kind of come back to, to first base on all of this is is it sort of realizing that your ability to hit a home run has to do with your ability to hit a home run. It doesn't have anything to do with your ability to, you know, get into the secret place. Well, and I I, I almost think it, it becomes a, a detriment to add this bonus layer onto everything, like like the example that you gave with having the 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 mission and the vision and all that and then adding the bonus kingdom mission bonus kingdom vision 
it, it kind of complicates things more than it, it needs to be. Because if you in your own heart have continued to seek the Lord and to bring him in, I have, I have a big desire to bring the Lord in as a partner, to view him as a partner within my business, meaning I'm going to seek his wisdom again, just like I would in any other area of my life. But specifically, since I am a business owner, I'm going to to seek his specific wisdom. And if he gives me a vision or if he says, hey, before you go into a meeting, I want you to pray for or with your staff, then yay, I, I will do that. But that comes out of his heart, like him bringing that in, as opposed to like you said, us sort of painting that on top as a veneer, which I, I think unfortunately is what it ends up being a lot of time is that veneer. You know, you put the, uh, what's the the fancy word for the fish, uh, the Christian fish. I, I, you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking the about. The Felix or Helix or something. It's not um, Felix, it's a cat. <laughs> anyway, you put the cross on your business card. You know, you, you yeah. start there with saying, oh, I am a Christian business and, and, and the veneer. And you think that is what really creates your quote unquote Christian business, as opposed to if you, if you start with your own heart and make sure that your relationship and the way that you're living your life with excellence, integrity is there, then you're going to bring that culture into your business. And if you're actively partnering with God, hearing his voice, he's going to tell you those things to do within your business that are going to set you apart, just like you were talking about. So the same as you are set apart as an individual because of the actions that you choose to do and it differentiates you from the world, then your business will be automatically different because you are different. And, and I, I, I think, again, that's, that's a big takeaway for me is, is we start with this Christianese and it overcomplicates things for us to where, yeah, there are best practices to run a business. There are best practices when creating a sales funnel and, and those are good. They work. And there's literally nothing wrong with taking those and applying them to your business. The The difference comes in that you ask for God's opinion. And if something comes up, maybe like an opportunity that goes against your core values, and I'm talking about you as an individual's core values. Yeah. Like you won't sacrifice who you are and what you represent as the head of that company, but you can still apply best practices unless God says something else, you know, the God idea versus a good idea, right? Go with the good idea unless God said something different, but beginning applying the, the Christian veneer, I, I think is where the, the trip up comes. And then we think that we're something different or something like we talked about. We think, oh, I have a kingdom business. And it's like, maybe your, your culture is founded on Christian values and kingdom values, but, but you don't have a Christian business. It's literally probably an LLC or, you know, an S corp filed with the same IRS that, you know, the, the, the pagans are, uh, your business in and of itself is not a, a kingdom business, but who you are and how you set your culture can be, but yeah, don't start, don't start there. Start, start with you and then walk, walk it out with integrity. Does that kind of make sense? I, I know I want to, you know, about 
I love the way you frame that and and you I'm I'm here. You can't see me. Anyone who's listening, I'm I'm here cheering Joe on. <laughs> I heard of this incredible ministry, Joe, uh, that sprung up during the pandemic. During the pandemic, they noted they donated 10 million, at least that was their goal, 10 million meals. And they uh also gave 10 million combined with those meals free rides and deliveries to um our uh, uh everyone who's on the front lines uh, in the emergency rooms and uh uh to to help everyone who is basically you know helping uh with folks that were you know suffering from covid and everything 10 million meals 10 million rides it was amazing you know what this ministry was red cross it was uber uber <laughs> if i had said if i had gone into into a church and i'd said let me tell you about this incredible ministry. Their goal is to be like Jesus and to alleviate all of the 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 just exhaustion and the pain and the, the discouragement that comes from all of these healthcare workers. And we're going to give them free meals. We're going to make sure that they don't have to worry about getting to and from work. We're going to make sure that everything they need to do their job is just taken care of. Would you just pray with me and, and see if the Lord like moves your heart to kind of do this? You go, that's incredible. Yeah. You go, well, this is Uber. All of a sudden you're like, yeah, it's just a big company trying to get a tax write off. And all of a sudden you start to have these like these conflicts of interest because you know that Uber was started from a lot of controversy and a lot of conflict. And they were, you know, warlords in the sense of the taxi, like the taxi awards. And yet they're doing like incredible incredible good and so i guess my point in all of this is there's something i've learned about this new term over the last few years called common grace and common grace was this idea that theologians came up with as they were trying to articulate this idea of when god says like the rain falls on the the righteous and the unrighteous like what does that mean it means that god will work with any willing vessel and sometimes the christians get so caught up on trying to be set apart it's that whole idea of like they're so heavenly minded that they're of no earthly good the difference the core difference i've come to believe between the non-christian business owner and the christian business owner is the realization that kind of like we were talking about you know at the beginning of of this show is that there's freedom in christ and that freedom in christ actually has a transformative effect in the life of the believer and everything that they touch. Everything after that comes down to your ability to execute, <laughs> to be a good steward effectively. Like I, I'm reminded of like the life of Joseph and Joseph, you go through all of his stories and it doesn't matter like where he is at in his life. He could be in prison. He could be in a pit. It doesn't matter. The Bible talks over and over again about his anointing, his ability to be an administrator and all that type of stuff. And if Joseph's whole thing was like, well, I just hope that I'm a light. I just hope that I'm a light. Like, I just hope that like people see Yahweh in me. It would have missed the point that at that point of, of drought at their own sort of pandemic or their own sort of national tragedy in Egypt, if his administrative and innovative skills had not been up to par with what the nation needed, he never would have been able to take divine revelation 
and turn it into innovation, which was storing up wheat for seven years so that the country didn't go under. My point in all of this is that for the Christian, there needs to be two things going on at the same time. We've talked about it before, that intimacy, meaning your time with the Lord, should be unto innovation. So in the secret place, God should be giving me revelation about my life, will be giving me revelation about my life. He will be spurring me on to good works and all that type of stuff. And if I'm doing that along with just practically leaning into having an ear to what the market is doing, what customers need, then you have the opportunity to have real good. But if you don't do that, then what you're going to have is a facade and people are going to wonder why that there is a a perception of godliness without the power. (laughs) If that mic wasn't connected to an arm, he would have just dropped it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that, you know, as you were talking, there's one of the things that I, that I wrote down that I I wanted us to kind of talk through. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad you kind of linked into it right here is one of the big takeaways that I have from, um, our year and a half, two years of doing this is the importance of being who you are. And, and I, I think that's part of what you're saying is, is having that integrity of actually walking out what you believe and stewarding what you've been given. And that, that being the, the biggest focus is stewarding what you've been given and, and, and continuing to, to be who you are at all times. Like, as you were sharing about Joseph, you know, first I, I remembered that throughout most of his uh, life after he was uh, sold by his brothers, it was spent serving pagans, right? Like whether that's in the, the jail or all the way up to Pharaoh, uh, who called himself a god, you know, um, he was he was spent serving pagans, but he was he never. He never became someone he wasn't. So he never, you know, rebuked or went against God. Like he was who he was and he walked with integrity, but he also served those pagan leaders. And I I think that's been a big thing for me is no, no matter who you're serving, like be the influence. And that's one of the biggest things with business. I, I think I've seen is that one of, one of the most powerful things that we have as Christians who are entrepreneurs is we get to have influence with people who we would never have influence with otherwise. Recently, I read a, a parable in, in Luke 16, the, the unjust steward. And, and uh, I don't have it up in, in front of me, but one of the last verses uh, in there, Jesus says, gain friends through the worldly or unjust means. So meaning like, learn how to operate in these areas and in the parables all about debt and funds so that when all of that fails, you can lead them unto eternal dwellings. And I, I, I think for me, kind of like what you're saying is, is if we will continue to be who we are as integrous, as seeking God, and then bringing what we hear in the secret place, stewarding that and bringing it to other people, we will gain success in the world, which is awesome. Like getting money, building businesses, it will give us the ability to have influence so that we can create friends, even if they're of the world. And then when their lives go to pot or when 
you know, wars break out and all kinds of other craziness, people will see who we are and, and what we've been able to gain. And they will come to us thinking that we're going to give them, here's how you become a millionaire. But what we're able to then give them is Christ. And, and so it doesn't say, yeah, like wave the Christian flag. It's, it, 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 it's, you know, steward your relationship with God. And then therefore you're going to gain influence with what he gives you in the world. I know that's probably not exactly where you're going, but that was kind of what that that riled up in me was be who you are always and steward what you've been given. And that's going to get you influence, which is one of the greatest things that we can get, uh, you know, even more if it's not under the banner necessarily of, you know, I've I've got a, a fish on my business card. Yeah, I, I love that, man. You you articulated that so well. And uh I don't know if there's really anything else to say. The the <laughs> I love Joe. Joe wants more praise, which is why you need to go <laughs> at pierceprantley.co. <laughs> how much he's been a blessing to everyone on this show. The the maybe the final thought, and then we can sort of transition is uh, with everything in the Christian life, the Christian business being no different. The question comes down to me is, is what are you, what, what, maybe we should just transition now. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. What is what you're doing unto? That word unto is so powerful because two people can do the exact same thing, but their hot posture is in completely two different yeah. places. I was reading this verse the other day for, for different reasons that I've, I've been needing to re-meditate on and it's, you know, whoever basically sows things from the flesh will reap the fruit of the flesh. Whoever sows things from the spirit will reap the fruit of the spirit. And what I'm reminded of that is that two people can do the exact same thing, one in the spirit, so to speak, meaning one is they're doing something in partnership, in cognizant abiding with Christ. And someone can do the exact same thing without that. And on the outside, the veneer will look the same. The actions, the mechanics, the levers of business will look the same, but the outcomes will be different. And the difference has to be with what you are carrying. And that is everything. That is everything. And I think the reason that that's hard, especially for entrepreneurs to kind of lock on to is because we we'd like the tactical. If I can if I can say these are the ways I'm being a Christian business, mm. then I proved it to myself. However, check. yeah, check. However, listening to the Holy Spirit, abiding with the Holy Spirit, just doing things with Him, there's no credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> like like I don't get an attaboy, but a, a mentor years ago said that the this this kind of a parallel is the difference between someone who is charismatic and who has character is that people follow character um, a lot. Uh, uh, typically they won't do that for a long time until they see that playing out. We see mm -hmm. the first who go, man, the charismatic person, they've, they've got the it, they've got the thing. <laughs> they got that uh, Adam the sparkle. They got the sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> they got the sparkle. They're obviously stewarding something. Um <laughs> And then uh, the the charismatic charism 
the charisma fails because of a lack of character. Um, but the character proves itself out eventually over time. It's boring, but it's steadfast. And that's just a, you know something that's sort of a, a parallel analogy. But Which I, is the, also the title of Pierce's next book, Boring But Steadfast. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to get that one, I know. <laughs> My wife told me that the other day. She's like, Pierce, one of the things I love about you, you are boring, but you are steadfast. <laughs> But we digress. <laughs> I think the point in all of this is to know Christ and to be with Christ is a wonderful thing. And you don't have to necessarily prove that artificially. Um, mm. Walking with Christ will prove itself and will have a great, great, great effect on the world. The best thing you can do, uh, ministry is always contextual. If you have a business and you're a Christian business leader, is to lean into what makes your business great and where God gives you wisdom for making that business great. Let him get the glory for that and let mm. the, uh, the praise for that because 80 years from now on the other side or hundred years from now on the other side of this life, all I want, all I want is stories with my maker. That's it. That's all I want. I just want to be able to look back and say, thank you for this. Thank you. And I don't actually want to get caught up on all the ways that we looked at photo albums, but didn't have any like life experiences. So anyway, with that in mind, what is the show going to look like moving forward? Well, it's going to be a lot less joyful because Joe's not here. And because I'm boring and steadfast, it's going to be a very methodical show. <laughs> you're, re you're really selling this one here. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody. Uh, it's not going to get more boring than this. <laughs> it's definitely going to go uh, downhill, but on a hill that you can drive. Um, well, I don't even say it anymore. <laughs> Here's where, where what the show is going to look like is still sort of being played out. Ultimately, the two passions that, that, I, that I have for anyone who is in this space is to execute really well. And to know that the God walk, that Christ in you has a real effect on your life. And that those two things are unto great stories with, with God, and with Jesus. And so those two things are going to continue. They're going to continue probably in a more sort of tactile way. Continuing on this next sort of iteration of the foundation that God gave both Joe and I, which is that. When you are in Christ, that means freedom comes. And if freedom comes, that should come to every area of your life, which means your business particularly. Part of that freedom should mean that you are actually shaking off the things that hold you back. And if some of those things that hold you back are religion, the, um, uh, the things that look like Christ but have no power, then what we want to do is really focus in on how does the Christian life and how do the things that we should be leveraging in the world, you know, how do we leverage innovation and whatnot actually help us to be better business owners and thereby better stewards. So that's where we're going to be focused. We probably can still continue to do lunch breaks, probably a little bit more spaced out until that sort of new format comes. Um, but the plan is to bring you sort of best in class content with great thinkers who are doing things really, really well. 
Anything else, Joe? I'm going to quit rambling. First, I, I do want to thank everyone for, for listening and joining us over this last year and a half or so. It has really been an honor and amazing to see how many listeners and downloads we, we get a, a month now. I mean, we never thought it necessarily would have gotten to where it is. So thank you for, for joining us. And, and for me, just thank you for listening. I, I hope that I've been able to bring some value to each of you. I, I also hope that maybe this is just a see you later, not necessarily a goodbye. Maybe Pierce will let me uh, come back and, and do a, a spot every now and then um, to, to bring that. But uh, I'm, I am just going to pray real quick. And Father, I, I thank you for for blessing this 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 podcast, this endeavor that you placed on our hearts, that you uh, provoked us to start uh, a few years ago. Thank you for the fruit that's come. Thank you for the lives that have been changed. Thank you, Father, for continuing to innovate in people's hearts and helping people to see the value uh, that they have in themselves, in their business, and in the cultures that they're a part of. And I ask that you would not just bless their businesses in a financial place, but that you would give them each a vision um, for impact, a vision for impact uh, for those around them, that they would be able to steward the impact and and uh, the influence that they have, whether that's with just their family and 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 uh, and coworkers, or if they're out on the the front lines and they're continuing to make new clients and very client facing, that there would be influence, that you would give words of knowledge, that you would give words of encouragement, uh, that they would be able to bring you in a real and tangible way uh, into the marketplace. And that uh, we would get to hear testimonies, bring back testimonies for us, Father, that we would see the the impact of what your kingdom is doing out there. And uh, yeah, just thank you again for helping us to have the opportunity and to get to steward this podcast in your amazing name, Jesus. So be it. All right. Well, that's all I got. Uh, I'd say see us next time on The Eternal Entrepreneur, but I'm going to hand it over to Pierce because uh, you won't see me next time on The Eternal Entrepreneur. <laughs> Well, I'm so pumped after that prayer that I wanted to start the show up all over again. <laughs> what topic could we go into now? Joe, thank you so much for everything that you brought to the show. Thank you for encouraging me. Thank you for um, all the amazing stuff you brought. I don't know if you guys know this. Joe invented lunch break. Um, <laughs> the one that uh, he actually invented the lunch break. People didn't have lunch. I invented it. Yeah. That no one took lunch before Joe. It was a, a very long day. A lot of our best guests have come from Joe as well. Um, and uh, so of the, the things that have made the show scale so well, um, which he's doing in greater capacity now with systems have all come from Joe. So again, hello at PierceBrantley.co. Let me know how Joe has impacted your business and your life. Uh, but until then, uh, have a fantastic week and don't forget to think eternally. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, do me a favor and leave a quick review. When you do, it helps other entrepreneurs find this content and benefit from it too. See you next week.